there is always a curious tie at some point between the fall and the creation. Taking this ghastly risk uh, is the condition of there being life. What's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, Treat a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your volume. And get ready for something brand new. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media. I got my co-host, Treese Millionaire, in the building. What's up, Treese, man? I'm loving this ring what's you got up, going what's on. What's up? What's up? You say you love what now? I'm loving this ring you got going on. Blinging out? Oh, well, it's it. just a little band. <laughs> no, that's what people say, but it's all in love, man. It don't even matter. The band of love, man. And that's band what we continue. You say who? <laughs> I said, yeah, Band of Love. The Band of Love. That's what we're doing each and every week on Finesse Media Podcast. Welcome to another episode. We're getting it cracking, starting with love. And I got my girl, Selena Johnson, joining me this episode, so I cannot wait. But again, on Finesse Media Podcast, each and every episode, we talk to people that's finessing the game. And so this episode, as mentioned already, I got my girl, Selena, joining me, who is a Chicago native my hometown, who's been finessing the game for many, 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 many years. And uh, if any of y'all just tuned on or checked in on this episode because Selena Johnson is on it, thank you so much. But more importantly, hit that subscribe and follow button while you're there. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, hit us up, subscribe, and follow so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And then each and every episode, myself and co-host Treese, we shout out HBCUs. So this week is another HBCU coming down the pipeline I can't wait to talk about. But if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted, hit us up, Podcast at gmail.com. We'll love to talk about your HBCU, but also your experience at that university or college. Hit us up. Let us know how we doing at finessemediapodcast at gmail.com. But again, man, it's another month. We're in the month of April, and uh, it is looking good so far. Things are kind of hopefully moving back up, and everybody's kind of getting back to, you know, some sense of normalcy, man. Um, what a crazy uh, run, run of weeks we've had. Just crazy, crazy. Super crazy. Mm. How y'all been battling and, or handling it uh, throughout these weeks? Y'all been holding oh, down? Oh, man. 
I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've been going uh, batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. For real. I'm truly one of those people that needs to get out, mm-hmm. and it it doesn't even have to be just getting out and talking to people. But me not being able just to get out and just go 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 places, it's it's bothering me. Yeah. As well as you know, I travel for a living, so me say. not being able to catch a plane and just travel it, it's 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 annoying me yeah. like it's like i haven't flown in so long i haven't flown in so long i haven't flown like freaking mm-hmm. me out freaking me and out being a photographer too you you you, you know you got to be with people so right I'm sure that's kind of a, a challenge too where you know folks aren't you know trying to get those shoes man absolutely so what i have come up with during this coronavirus pandemic I'm mm-hmm. running a special called Porch Portraits, so y'all can look me up, Latrice Murray Views, but I'm doing something called Porch Portraits. Since everyone is stuck in their house, basically I'll come over, we're going to keep our social distancing, so I'm going to stay on the sidewalk, <laughs> and right. you and your family can either take a picture on your porch or balcony, or mm. you can take one in your yard, and I'm going to do five different pictures that gives you five different poses, $21. So if That's you don't dope. have, yeah, super dope. So it's not only incredibly inf- affordable because mm-hmm. of the times that we have at hand. Usually right, right, right. this service that I'm providing would be um, $100. But because of the situation that we have going on in our economy and because of social distancing as well, um, I'm doing it for twenty one dollars. You cash out. Oh, don't touch any. Don't touch that's, any that's, money. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll do. You know, you can get you a family portrait, which is kind of cool because one problem with family portraits is getting everyone together mm-hmm. to do the portrait because everyone's right. schedules are different. But since all the kids are home, all the college students are home, all the teachers, the professors, a lot of people who work in the field are at home right now. It's the perfect time to get your porch portrait done so that's what's definitely up. y'all that's what's up. you know reach out to me and i'll come do your porch portrait <laughs> latrice murphy views make sure y'all hit up uh and, and support uh support that and and uh with that segue this episode is brought to you by latrice murphy views so hit her up at latrice murphy views uh on twitter and all of the social media platforms uh we're going to run that ad and we'll uh come on back Thank you for listening to Finesse Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Latrice Murray Views. Quality photography that won't break the bank. Contact Latrice Murray Views Photography today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com to book your photo shoot today. Latrice Murray Views. Make sure y'all hit her up. She's making yes, it move. Yes. <laughs> you already know. Welcome back. To another episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. Once again, we're talking to people that's finessing the game, uh, and I cannot wait to speak with my Sora from Chicago. Selena Johnson will be joining the podcast. Uh, recently released an album entitled Woman. We're going to play that track uh, entitled Woman, and we'll be back uh, with more on Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. <laughs>
go. I'm a mother, lover, fighter, rider, sister to the game of survivor. To the man. You gotta think like a woman, but I Johnson, Chi-Town, man, make some noise, man. That's our girl. We always holding it down uh, for my soror, Selena Johnson, the Zeta Phi Beta. What a, what a good uh, track during this time, you know, getting that woman power back, man, Trees. I think that's what we're doing, uh, you know, really Definitely. more so than ever. We uh, making that be known that women voices matter. So, again, Finesse Media Podcast. Season two, we always talking to Vanessa. Can't wait to have Selena Johnson to join us and talk about that track and much more later in the episode. And uh, absolutely, right now, right now, as we always do on our episodes, we talk about HBCUs and how the HBCU uh, that we talk about influence maybe our lives. But again, if you want to talk about your HBCU and how it influenced uh, your life, hit us up Finesse Media Podcast at Gmail dot com. It is now time for the Finesse Media HBCU of the Week. 
Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principle was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week. All right, our HBCU of the Week is Winston-Salem State University, also known as WSSU a constituent institution of the University of North Carolina, Winston-Salem State University is a historically black public research university located in Winston-Salem, North Carolina of the United States. It is a member school of the Third Good Marsh College Fund. WSSU is an accredited university offering bachelorette and graduate programs to diverse student population. Now, let's get into the history. Dr. Simon Green Atkins distinguished himself in his home state of North Carolina as an advocate of teacher training programs for African Americans. He founded a small school, Winston-Salem Teachers College, that he developed into Winston-Salem State University, a four-year institution, and oversaw its transition from private to state control. His abiding interest in teacher training also led him to become a founder of the North Carolina Negro Teachers Association. The oldest child of a bricklayer and former slave, Alan and Eliza Atkins, Simon Green Atkins was born on June 11, 1863, in the village of Haywood in Chatham County, North Carolina, between Sanford and Raleigh. His town flourished during the period just after the Revolutionary War, but by the late 19th century, the railroad and the neighboring town of Moncure had overshadowed it. At one time, the area was considered as a location for the state capital as well as the state university. As a child, Atkins worked on a farm with his grandparents. Now, Winston-Salem State University offers over 40 academic majors and 10 graduate degrees. The school enrolls approximately 5,200 students and employs 400 faculty and over 550 staff members. Winston-Salem University was ranked number seven top college in the United States by the Social Mobility Index College Rankings. Winston-Salem State has been ranked number 27 by U.S. News and World Report in the top public comprehensive bachelorette colleges of the South category between 2001 to 2009. By 2016, the university had fallen to number 84 in the same category, but we know it's pushing, pushing up. Winston-Salem has a library, the C.G. O'Kelly Library, and it is the main academic library on the campus of Winston-Salem State University, which was originally the Slater Industrial Academy. The original library was housed in Blair Hall until 1967 when the new library was built, and O'Kelly Library has gone through two additions and one renovation within the past 40 years. The campus has more than 40 buildings, 
covering 117 acres. WSSU's Diggs Gallery was recognized as one of the top African-American galleries in the region. Ladies and gentlemen, our HBCU of the week, Winston-Salem State University. HBCU of the week. Wow. Uh, got dry and, and lost in thought, Trees. It's so much uh, that that university has done <laughs> and continues to do. Yes, Shout out to yes, Winston They've Salem. done a whole, whole lot. And the fact that they have a huge academic staff, you know, it shows that they're truly progressing. So mm. if you're in North Carolina and you're looking for a HBCU, definitely, or just looking for a college, definitely have Winston Salem State University in your in your what is it in your list in your eye yeah in your eye whatever you on like that to list. say mm-hmm. <laughs> shout Make out sure to our you're HBCU. checking them out and each and every week as mentioned um, before we started this segment you can hit us up finesse media podcast at gmail dot com if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted man but guess what. It is now time for our special guest uh, to be joining us on this episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. She's from Sister Circle. She's from the R&B Divas. She's Grammy-nominated artist. She's an actress, a model, a fitness uh, instructor, a, a fitness now uh, competing champion. My soror, Zeta Phi Beta, make some noise joining this podcast. Season 2 Finesse Media. Selena Johnson, what's up, soror? Hi, Sprat. What's going down? What's going down? It is such a good pleasure. Is everybody, to is have everybody you... six feet apart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody social distancing? Yes, yes. Most definitely. Can't mm. be catching no corona. Mm-mm. Yeah, we ain't got time for it. We got to come up out of here. <laughs> I don't have no time for it. Okay. Yep. Okay. You uh you have to you have to keep that social distancing going, um, but you I know so that's really tough. I'm sure with you, uh, Lena, who's always moving and shaking. Um, at the top of the episode, we introduced uh, to our listeners, uh, "Woman," uh, that album mm-hmm. or that uh, that album, but the track "Woman" coming from your album "Woman." We introduced that, so we're gonna jump right into it. I know this is uh, a new project that you just released. Tell me about that and, and what made you or what inspired uh, the title of that album, Woman. Well, the Woman album is dedicated, uh, quite frankly, to the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in the year of the woman. And, you know, 2020 is still, and don't get it twisted, it is still our year. It is still um, a, a year where I feel like our voices will evolve. Um, I feel like our voices have been evolving into something greater to be to be heard more, you know, to be able to fight for more equal, you know, equality, especially when it comes to pay disparity and different instances in the workplace. Um, but just really speaking out about what we're not going to deal with and what we want. Um, I think that women have been, uh, have, we, we house a certain amount of fear and, you know, we have been silent and silenced and we have not been listened to properly. So the woman album is um, just a musical uh, mm-hmm. depiction of what we want to say on a lot of different levels from the heart mm-hmm. from in, in, in matters of the heart you know matters of with friendship or 
world matters, whatever the case may be. It's just um, and, uh, one small token of an opinion that we may have that we that needs to be addressed. You know, our our hearts, basically. Mm-hmm. No, and and that's that's it. We also said after playing that that track that this is a you know a real pointed time where women, uh, you know, more than ever is stepping up and having their voices being heard, uh, and they're stepping uh, in, in real, real places, I should say, and, and having that big footprint. We had your, your, your sister, my soror, your manager, uh, my forever sister, uh, Celicia, Doctor Celicia. We had her on actually one of our first guests uh, as being, you know, another woman who's really doing it and finessing the game. Uh, but also, yeah. you, had a, you had an injury back. I know, I know. You know, right now you're now doing the the, the fitness. And going mm-hmm. into that journey, you had an injury back in January. How are you holding up now? Well, I had an injury back. It wasn't January. It was last year in June. Oh. And it was um, it was a bulging disc. And so I had to still train because I was determined to you know meet my goal, and I wasn't instructed to stop you know moving because it was tied to my sciatica, something that I already you know have drama with. But, um, Man, that's sciatic is no I'm, joke. Ain't it something else? Man, but I, I had, had it later for like... <sighs> yeah, I've had it since high school, um, since basketball, when I played basketball. So I've had it for a long time, but, you know, I'm a yoga instructor, so I had it under control. But then when I started training for my competitions, I wasn't doing as much yoga, and I think that's what kind of perpetuated the, the disc. So... Mm. um. So I've just been nursing that, and this actually this quarantine has been good for me because I've had time to rest. And when you're real busy, you don't get that time. So I'm trying to utilize that time, this time, to rest, to reset, to recuperate, and maybe just like really heal, you know, really heal. Like I want to, and not have to heal in the process of. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm dealing. Uh, it's it's tough, you know, but no, it's, it's a good a lot time. Better all the time. Yeah, it's getting better all the time. I go to therapy um, once a week. I'm on like a maintenance plan because it's not as bad as it was. So we're going to see, child. We get, other than that, we're just getting old, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just got to know. We got to accept the fact, you know. So, yeah, but I'm sure, like you said, it's a good thing to be able to just kind of take your time and fully recoup yes. instead of having a packed schedule because, that's a lot, especially yeah. if you have that inner, uh, injury, just bending oh, over yeah. and leaning over and, Man. you know, walking. If you're doing a performance on the stage, walking up and mm-hmm. down the stage, being energetic, I know that yeah. aggravates it. So that's yeah. a good thing that you kids. have that time. You uh, know, you have yeah. kids, too. They want to move yeah. around. They want to play. and you gotta, you know, <laughs> Oh, yeah, them kids are they busy. Not, yeah. They not, um, <laughs> they not babies, but they not doing it. You know, and then my son plays basketball. My other son is, he doesn't play sports, but he moves a great deal. So, <laughs> you know, I just have to constantly stay on my toes, constantly doing stuff. Um, and But I'm active anyway. I'm an active human anyway. So I can't function. If, like, I'm moving right now while I'm talking. I'm cleaning. You know, I'm just an oh, active well. human. <laughs> it's just what so, I do. I like, like to move around. So tell us about you touring overseas. How is it different? from touring here in the U.S.? Is there a different type of energy? Like, tell me some of the big differences with uh, the crowds in the U.S. and overseas. 
Um, well, you know, overseas they appreciate music more. They appreciate black music more. They appreciate uh, American artists more. And this, I'm just, I'm speaking for, um, you know, I'm speaking for South Africa, the UK, um, China, I mean, Japan, where I was, where I've been. Um, they just really appreciate us because they don't get to have American artists. And, you know, American artists are thought to be the creme of the, you know, the creme de la creme, you know, it's thought to be the creme of the crop. You know, everybody's looking to see what we are doing, you know, in every sense, in in, in pop culture and fashion and, you know, in it's weird because in certain instances, you know, such and fashion, they're ahead of the, you know, ahead of the curve and we steal what they have. Right. And we just take it and change it into something else. And then it looks like we originated it, but the truth is a lot of stuff has originated over there, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to black music. Um, uh, when I do my best in Africa, it's very clear where we get our dances from. It's very clear where we get our music, our beat, everything. Because they'll have a fest, and in that one fest, it'll be R&B, jazz, house music, and gospel all in the same fest. Wow. All those type of artists will be on the same bill. See, because to them, there's no, it's no different. Mm. You me? Like, for them, it's, oh, that's music. We turn it up. You know, we get, this is all the type of stuff that we like. And that's how amazing black people are. You know, we come from so many different concepts. Actually, music in general came from, um, you know, gospel hymns and during slavery. All this music stemmed from somewhere. You see what I'm saying? It stemmed from us. We were the most musical people, you feel me? Um, and then you merge that with European music where, you know, the Beethoven's all that. And, you know, and then you just get all type of stuff. But as far as rhythm and blues, that's us. We created that. We created so what, we helped We helped spin our country as well, mm-hmm. you know, so. Definitely. Definitely. So what part of uh, parts of Africa were you touring in? Uh, mostly South Africa. South Africa, okay. Yeah, South Africa, um, some territories that I've been to Lesotho, um, some ter- territories that are by themselves. I don't even really remember. I would be, actually, I'd be a fool out here if I tried to pronounce it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I would be a, a whole fool on your show if I tried to pronounce it. Saying, but, um, saying South Africa, that's good enough. <laughs> right. that's South Africa and surrounding areas, girl. That's, let, let, let's go with that for 200. We'll go with that. Now... Through your career, who is the one celebrity that you're like, oh, I would love to work with them that you haven't had the chance to work with yet? Um, For real. They could be dead or alive. For real. I'm going to give you that one. Mm-hmm. For well, real. You just work with some good and, folks uh, that's living. For real. Living, yeah, living, he's hot. Living would he's be hot. for real. Dead, dead would be Donny Hathaway. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you okay. and Layla need to get on the track, Lena. You and Layla haven't talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I love Layla. That's track? my girl. Man, I just I just sent her a message track. today. I saw her harmonizing with her own self, and I sent her a message <laughs> of herself and said, "Okay, in real life, for real, girl, <laughs> what planet are you from?" Another no, Chicago. No. Like asking for a friend, girl. What planet <laughs> are you from? Because no, she's she super really, dope. I'm, she's, she's super dope. Mm-hmm. And yeah. speaking of super dope, Lena, 
I know uh, being a quarantine is keeping you away from your sisters at Sister Circle. Uh, congratulations on what oh, you guys are in season three. Are you in season three or four? We are inside of season three, um, yeah. and we're probably going to be going into season four as well. We just haven't gotten yes, the, the word yet, but I'm pretty sure because we, we researched really, really high. Mm-hmm. So, that you know, your green light is based on, you know, stuff like that. Not always, but it really, really, really helps if you research high. Mm-hmm. So the research so is high, as it should be, as it should be. As it um, should be. Absolutely. We, we had some folks, we had some folks, I won't say yet, because this episode will probably air before, but we, we had folks from that from that show, and man, mm-hmm. uh, what I said to them, though, because that's not even important, what I did say to them is that Sister Circle, for sure, Lena, is definitely one uh, show that's on cable that's not being redone anywhere else. It's, it's consistent uh, messaging, whereas you're motivating mm-hmm. black people, you're motivating white mm-hmm. people, you're motivating not just black folks alone. So I want to really just say that to you. Uh, shout out to what you're doing over at Sister Circle. Because... Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. That was, that was definitely just an Hello, we tried, Yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> Yeah, you're, it, you're doing it. Yeah, so it, it, well. It hasn't been duplicated. They try, you know. Mm-hmm. Couple shows just steal a lot of little stuff we be doing. It's cool. try and fail. They have you tried know, they and failed. They be trying, child. They be trying, mm-hmm. but it's cool. We see y'all. <laughs> but, but you, um, you know, we're we're just trying to be, you know, that voice that we haven't had, you know. Mm-hmm. And listen, no shade to any other talk show. Really, we're all out here fighting for the same kind of goals and concepts and. You know, women in general just need more, you know, more of a voice. So that's really dope that women are being heard in any type of capacity. However, the black right. woman is the most underappreciated. She's the most um, ignored. She's the most, you know what I'm saying? And she doesn't get the voice that she needs. And I, I feel like, well, I feel like, and I guess the producers of the show and creators feel like, mm-hmm. it was high time that we had a singular voice, but not mm-hmm. a singular perspective. Mm-hmm. But just a singular so voice. That's very just, yeah, definitely. It's encompassing of how we react to other races, um, who we are, and what we think and believe in this world. Um, how we raise our kids, why we raise our kids a certain way, why how we move and navigate just in general, and how it relates to other races. It's it's a it's a an attempt to bridge the gap as well. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of levels. definitely, so yeah. Definitely. You know, the one thing that I like um, about it is I find that a lot of times um, when us of people of color get on television shows, talk shows, it's like we're forced to be a certain stereotype and they want to put us mm-hmm. in this box. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hate it so much because then when you encounter, like I had a situation when um, I was working doing real estate. And my direct supervisor, she didn't have any experience with people of color, okay? She -hmm. was from a small Mm -hmm. town. Um, There was, as she said, one black family Hmm. in the entire town, wasn't any other races. It was just white, 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 (laughs) white. And so Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, when it's a person like that, um. They're not. They right, get what familiar. they see off of TV. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean. And so, if they're seeing these stereotypes all the time, all the time, then they have it in their head, 
And it's not on purpose, but they have it in their head that this is what all black people are like. Or this is how all people of color are like. And Mm -hmm. it's horrible. So one thing that I really love about the show is it's not stereotypical. It's not forcing um, the women into a certain box of you have to act like this or say this Mm -hmm. or look this way. Yeah, it's showing, hey, just like you all are different and everyone has different personalities and different things that make us tick, it's the same with us as black people. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's that's what you I know, really like about it. And I thank you. Um, we we try. You know what I'm saying. We're we're on purpose when we try to achieve that type of, that goal. But one of the things that you know, speaking of television, how we're depicted, one of the things that we try to focus on. I know the host just in general. We try to teach black women how to disagree. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to disagree yes. anymore diplomatically. We don't know. Yes. Yeah, we don't know yes. how to just be like. Okay, girl, I don't really feel like that, but it's cool. you know what I'm saying? Um, everything has to spawn into this big, gigantic argument, and we have to get all overly passionate about it, and it has to be a whole thing. Where we need to get back to understanding how to disagree education in a, in, in a, in a uh, amicably and in such a way that um, people don't have to leave agreeing, where you can agree to disagree. You know, mm-hmm. to teach, and that's so Absolutely. important because we need to teach our youth to be able to do that. We need to be able to teach young girls to do that because now you have these videos, they're videotaping girls getting chased home, bullied, and all that. And that's the reason why you have all this bullying because black families are angry, kids are angry because their parents are angry, and they're not being taught mm-hmm. properly how to work a problem out and just disagree and be okay with not believing in the same values. That's mm-hmm. okay right. if you don't believe Which the is same okay. Stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, like this is what how the world goes around. What would life be like if we all sat around and agreed on everything? That would be a foolish. Real boring. We would like <laughs> Not only it would be no innovation as well. Because yeah, the people who learn? who invented everything, people didn't you know, some of our biggest things like Airbnb, Uber. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, we could just go on and on. Cash out. All those people, people, you know, no one agreed with them. Yep. GoPro camera. Yep. yep. You know, they thought, people thought those them. were dumb ideas. It'll yeah. never work. Yeah. So if we just had agreed mm-hmm. and been like, yeah, it's a dumb idea, we wouldn't have Airbnb. And I, I like a nice Airbnb, okay? <laughs> yeah, but just so many, just so Give many me a things. You know, we just, we have to yes, teach yes. each other how to communicate. And my goal and hope and wish for Sister Circle is that it is an extension of that from other areas, you know. And I like to say that Sister Circle um, is is the the, the catalyst that uh, merges celebrity and community. You know, we're the only Mm. show where you'll Mm. have a a celebrity, I'm talking about A-list, on the show, and then in that same show, you'll have a local therapist or Mm -hmm. a local chef. You know what I'm saying? True. But all African American, all um, very talented, all very capable. You know, I love the show because when I was coming up in the game, we didn't have nothing like this for us. You know, for mm. artists, either it Not was the white all. stuff, it was the white people shows, which you probably didn't get on, or nothing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you really had so, no place to to give your no. voice. and they didn't want to hear what you had to say. If you was mm-hmm. on the show, you were singing. And that was yeah. It. 
That was it. Mm-hmm. So it's, if you see our show, you, you got singers on there talking about what they're doing in their lives and their viewpoints and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's lit. one good thing about how just TV has evolved. I was just telling someone that um, last week, you know, I remember growing up, it was not, it, we weren't on the television like that. And I'm not, I'm uh-uh. not <clears throat> super old or any of that, you know. Um, I'm still young, but now the generations that are coming up, like my, I can think about like my little cousins that are 10 and five and two, like it's a generation coming up now that they can see themselves on TV mm-hmm. and exactly. see, you know, oh, yeah. look like her, you know, or I remember just growing up, even just to get a black Barbie, my uncle would always get me a black Barbie every Christmas and it was like trying to find a needle in the haystack because they we had some and in the ones we had they would overcharge for them they would overcharge price gouge for a black barbie so yeah and now they got black women black Uh people that create black barbie and black dial lines there you go there you go that has hair that looks like ours exactly not only Uh you see yourself you get to see your people create yourself there you go. So now there you, get you go. To see black people being and going in business for themselves. There you which go. It's also very fun. Which that gives that gives a whole new outlook on life. It gives more possibilities to our children and the younger generation. I think about you know I know how people a lot of people some people love Atlanta some people are like I just don't like it, but one thing that I absolutely love about Atlanta and about Dallas is that if you are a child, you literally can see a black mayor, a black senator, a black congressman or woman, a black principal, a black CEO of a company. And I didn't Mm -hmm. have that going up, growing up. You know, it was once again, Mm -hmm. why, 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 (laughs) why. So that changes your whole perception of self when you can see someone that looks like you. And then it makes you feel mm-hmm. understood too, as well. Like, oh, they get yep. where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and gives you confidence to do your thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, with that being said, what motivates you, Lena? I know everybody has their, their own, um, you know, motivation. You know, little saying. And I know you've done yoga <laughs> before. What's some motivational things that you say in quotes that you have to keep in mind and say daily? Uh, number one is life's rejection is God's protection. Um, in my industry, Say it one more time. Reject, life's rejection no. is God's protection. Life's rejection is life's protection. God's protection. Nice. That's- life's rejection. Life's rejection is God's protection. Protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. And, not, and, some, and sometimes it's redirection. Mm-hmm. Um, in an industry like mine, um, rejection is the norm And you have to be Able to deal with that You have to have thick skin If you're going to be in the entertainment business Period So you have to already understand And get used to the fact that there will be about Nine no's to every yes you get And you have mm-hmm. to be okay with that If you go into mm-hmm. this industry it's Thinking true. that it's going to be a yes fest, You failed already so, and then once you fail, now we're starting to get into different areas, depression, 
Um, you start to feel less than, you start to feel worthless, you know. So for me, I'm a self-motivated human being, praise the Lord, because I don't need anybody's validation in order for me to do my thing. Um, and I that's, know who I am. that's major. I'm, that's major. Yeah, I know. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. I know whose I am. And I know that I know personally that I have a purpose. My, my goal is to find out what that purpose is. That's mm-hmm. everybody. That should be everybody's goal. What is the purpose? The two most important days of your life is the day you were born and the day you find out why. Mm-hmm. So don't, that's, that's the focus. Why am I here? And quiet, baby. And listening along the way, listening to the Holy Spirit, which is really your intuition, um, to get, the, to get the, the details, to get the cliff notes, to get the clues. And that's mm-hmm. how you move. That's how you navigate. And motivation, yep, you- I pull it from all types of different sources, um, people, places, and things. You know, motivation is just not one, you know, thing. You, you, as you grow and evolve, different things mean different things to you. So, you know, I'm saying, like, what might, might have meant something to me five years ago, I've already applied, and so now I'm on to something. I need something bigger. I need some more meat. I need some more. So you, it's important that you continue to um, keep learning, keep reading, keep growing, keep investigating, keep understanding, keep communicating, so that you can keep feeding yourself with the things mm-hmm. that you need to, to survive and to move forward. What is it? Absolutely. And that's that's such a major thing. Just the part that you spoke on is you don't need someone else's validation. I find that with adults, um, people are so focused on who likes me or who likes my idea or a lot of people really take it to heart or have a, a, a problem and struggle with someone not liking them or having problems. And I've always been the kind of person like, hey, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. It's fine. Just respect me. And we both going to keep it pushing. That's all that matters. That's but it. That's all yeah, you got. That's all you got. But definitely what you're saying, being in that entertainment industry, like, if you don't have, like you said, tough skin, you're just not going to make it. Because some people just not going to like you because you're good, okay? Mm-hmm. And it intimi- intimidates them. Some people just not going to like you, and they can't even tell you why. I don't know if any of you have ever had the situation where someone was like, well, I don't like so-and-so. And you'd be like, dang, yeah. well, why, why you don't like them? I don't you of course, and I've been on the end of that. I've been on the end of that statement, and I'm perfectly yeah. fine with it because my mother told me when I was very, when I was younger, if everybody likes you, something is wrong with you. Something is wrong. That's yeah. Green. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's, we had to say it. If you, if not, if people not talking about you, you're not doing something right. You know, mm-hmm. you worry when people start when they stop talking about you. When they keep when they're not talking about you, that's when you need to be worried. But if they always talking about you, keep pushing. You're doing something right. Yep. And you're probably mm-hmm. doing a whole lot of right. That's so, what it is, and it's making them feel understand what they're doing wrong. Absolutely. And they don't want to stop doing it, and so you're convicting them. So they want you to stop, so you don't, you don't have to make them feel like they need to do more because they're complacent. Absolutely. So what does it take you to stay focused on those dreams and goals? Like, how do you stay focused? Because with all that you have going on, how are you prioritizing 
putting this ahead of this and staying focused to achieve your goals? Um, I try to stay focused on what's ahead instead of what's behind. Um, that's, that's easier said than done. Um, but it's the only way. And I can catch myself dwelling on something that may have happened already or something that didn't go right or something that didn't do what it's supposed to do. But then I have to reprogram my thought process very quickly and understand and go back to that thing, like mm-hmm. suggestions, God's protection or redirection and move forward. So you have to focus on what's in front of you and not what's behind you. Remember the lesson you learned from what's behind you, but focus on the things that you're trying to reach in front of you. And that's it. That's all you got, really. Mm-hmm. And of course, and yes, as always, you have God as your guide. That's it. Absolutely. And that's so, what I've seen, too, Lena, when you jumped into this competition. I know fitness has always been like a forefront uh, of you have a degree in nutrition. She's, so she's not only a singer, she's also uh, a, a graduate, uh, you know, holding a fitness degree. So I knew that fitness thing has always been in the forefront. But getting into that fitness competition lane, I must say, I'll say, wait, wait, I didn't, I didn't know that that was something that you were into. So what tip that? What, what kind of got you into that? I know you had an upcoming challenge uh, or some part of this year, and maybe with all the corona, how that's happening. But you came down here in Texas, you competed, you took away third place. Uh, what got you into that? Is that something that you're going to continue to do? And, and you know, yeah, my next competition was supposed to be June 13th, but obviously my gym is closed. I can't get to my trainer. I'm I have a home gym. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I have a home gym, but it still doesn't have the the things that I need. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm doing I'm doing what I can to stay you know, as tight as I possibly can, but, um, and I still have my meal prep, but, um, I've always been into fitness, obviously. I've always wanted to compete. People just didn't know that about me. And really, you don't have to know everything about me. You know, I'm sure there's <laughs> things about, I mean, I'm just keeping Everyone, it real. Yeah. There's things about mm-hmm. me that, um, I mean, that all, that about all of us that we haven't really shared with anyone. And then to me, that's when you do something like that, and you tell the people you gotta you gotta really be ready. Be to on it, yeah, because they watching. Because they're watching and they're waiting for you to fail. So yeah, as a black up. woman on Sister Circle who knows that African American women are dying, not suffering, dying mm-hmm. from type two diabetes and heart disease, it was imperative for me to do something big for them to show them that no matter how how busy you think you are how accomplished you think you are, you know, how, how, how much you think it don't work. I wanted to show them the old-fashioned way how you can work out, eat right, and actually lose weight. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't go under the knife. Um, I didn't cheat. You know what I'm saying? It took hard mm-hmm. work. I almost threw my back out doing it. Two a day, <laughs> three a day, driving hundreds of miles um, to get to my trainer and home and two, two, two gym, three, four gyms. It was really hard, and it was and it was really something. I was in the middle of, a, of the woman uh, promo tour, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do that in front of my of, of my people, in front of black women, to show them, look here, y'all. We just go. If I can do it, you for sure can do it. Mm-hmm. To inspire, to inspire women, because black women, you ain't getting ready to just tell us something, and we're gonna take it for face value. We're too inquisitive for that. We're too smart for that. So you're gonna mm-hmm. have to show us sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes you can tell us something and we'll accept it. But for the most part, um, I knew that if I showed them, they couldn't deny. They couldn't deny 
that they can also achieve their best health, their best self. It's not just about being skinny to shoot pictures. Now, that's just a, 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 a byproduct, a reward. Right. That's the fun part. But it's really about extending life, extending years onto your life. Mm-hmm. Extending years onto your life and having better quality life. When I'm 70, I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I don't want to mm-hmm. be uh, immobile or have uh, arthritis think... to the point where I can't walk up the stairs and all that old crazy stuff. I don't want that. I want to be just mm-hmm. as lively and energetic as I am right now. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is to start now. Yes. So, I mean, it was, it was difficult. And then plus, it's a bonus for me because I already wanted to do it anyway. So I did it on national TV. I didn't have to do it the way that I did it. But I, I was mm-hmm. also inspired by the way that Oprah Winfrey did it. Now, Oprah Winfrey might not have done it the way that I did it, but she still lost a, a massive amount of weight came out and revealed it on her show and it inspired Mm -hmm. millions of women to do the same Mm -hmm. regardless Mm -hmm. of how she got to it um and then she hates she said later she didn't like it because she didn't lose it the way she wanted to lose it she did a lot of starving and stuff like that but back Mm -hmm. then the diets were we still were evolving in diets and and the efficiency of different programs for different bodies because that's also an issue every diet is not created equal and um, we need to mm-hmm. understand that as well. You know what I'm saying? So I, I did it for, for me first, but I wanted to do something that was for me that it was going to extend for, to others. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yep. this was a time, and I'm, you know, I'm 40 years old. I'm like, yo, it, when, when is it ever going to be the right time? 40, I'm 42. <laughs> I was 42 when I started. So I'm like, who is mm-hmm. ever, when is it ever going to be the, the right time? Keep finessing. Uh, the game, I, like I say, Lena, um, you were uh, definitely an inspiration by doing that. Uh, to you know, to me, even someone who's not into fitness, and you know, but I think that uh, you pers- persevered publicly and in, in doing that. A previous athlete, former athlete, you are. That's I'm sure no secret to get in the gym and been working out before. So, but when I saw the fitness joint, I go, yo, she killed. That's to my wife. I'm like, man, Lena is killing and finessing the motherfucking <laughs> game. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I, I definitely uh, say congratulations to that, and I'm inspired uh, by that. Thanks, uh, guys. We wanted, what I want to do, Lena, now is keep, play this. Not keeping it all? See, <laughs> <In another laughs> this is the hard part. <laughs> that's, that's a difficult part. You got it, okay. though. You got yeah, it. No, it's, I, I mean, it's been a year. April 1st makes a year when I started my program. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm keeping it off, but it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? And there's a mental component to it that has to be addressed. Um, that I'm still addressing, rather, that keeps it keeps weight gain at bay. You know what I'm saying? So, man, Lena, I said it. Uh, when we bring people on this episode, or these, uh, when we bring people on this podcast, I should say, and again on this episode, uh, it's people that's finessing the game, Lena. So I, I said to uh, you know, of course, Robin and Leisha, I'm like, yo, let's get Lena Canned in because uh, she's someone who's always been finessing the game since I met you. Um, many years ago, seven, eight years ago, I believe it was. Uh, I thank you every every day uh, for the inspiration. Uh, I always say that this platform, Finesse Media, but the brand Finesse Media, was inspired by you know the the understudy and the work with Selena Johnson. So my team who works with me on this podcast yes, knows I speak mm-hmm. of, of of Selena Johnson often, and that that dedication and hard work and drive that you give and Selena, which is why she's a finesse and she joined the podcast. I'm always spotlighting those people, but more importantly, those people that yeah that I work with and I know personally, and I know how the you know inspiration was given to me. So thank you. I say that. 
again publicly, Lena, for all the inspiration that you gave to me during our time working together. You're welcome. You're welcome, Tim. Thank you for extending everything into your own business because that's the that's the reward. Success is not measured by how successful you personally can be, but how many but by how many people that you can make successful. Mm-hmm. So thank you for extending your your brand. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I said that too. Like Lena was saying, hey, you can do one thing. Uh, shout out to Vince, Vince and um, Brewer, who continues to do his thing mm-hmm. down in Atlanta as well. Uh, I Leon, love I love mm-hmm. our people. Uh, I love Robin. Uh, but again, uh, I know that you got some new product coming on. I, I, I don't have time to talk about it, but next time I know once your new product line uh, release uh, for, I know you got some. Is it the is it skincare a woman line? We want to talk yeah, more about it's, it's uh, out that. now. The woman skincare line. Oh, is it's out, out now. now. Very quickly, yeah, it's out now, and all you have to do is go to um, www.kimo.kimobentley.com. Um, it's it's for sale, and um, of course my book and my album are still out. Of course, selling. So um, yeah, it's plenty of things you can do during this quarantine. You can get skincare, get your skin together. Okay, you can read a good book, and you can mm-hmm. uh, listen to some good music. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. this is Lena. Uh, for those that just joined this episode, this is Lena. Maybe third time joining the episode, and it's always a good pleasure to talk to her because there's so much stuff that she's doing. Uh, that we can't wait to, you know, talk uh, about with her. So, again, the skincare, uh, that just launched. You just heard it. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Selena Johnson on all social media platforms. Follow her uh, and keep up with everything that she's doing. Selena, Selena Johnson, you've been finessed by Finesse Media Podcast. is one of our finessas. Uh, thank you so much for joining this episode, Sora. Yay. And happy centennial. Happy centennial. I can't move without happy centennial. We, we hoping and praying that Boulay is still going, child. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, that was a pretty bit of <laughs> Oh, man. Lena, thank you so much, man. KJ Kingston, the kids in the background. I hear them all. Tell everybody I said hello, Lena. You be safe out there. Can't say hi, y'all. Hey, baby. Okay. Shout out to her. Shout out to Sheree Nicole, my Vanessa as well. Sheree Nicole is in the building, I know. All right, y'all. Take care, Lena. Thanks so All much right. for joining this episode okay. of Finesse Media Podcast. And again, y'all, if you're just tuned into this episode of Finesse Media Podcast, we talk about and Vanessa. So again, this person was one of the probably closest people that I can tell you more recently that's uh, been finessing the game, Selena. Johnson, Grammy-nominated artist, and so many things that we talked about. So, Trees, what a good episode it's been. It was a good Excellent one. episode. So good. She <laughs> dropped some jewels, let us know, you know, about just keeping yourself up, keeping your spirit up, what to do. It was an excellent interview, excellent interview. That's what's up, that's what's up. But next Media Podcast, Season 2, we'll be checking us out. And uh, we'll be seeing you on the next episode. We out. Peace, peace, peace. peace. Let's get out of here. We'll see you guys next episode for Nets Media Podcast. <laughs> hey, and once again, Finesse Media is going to keep you official like a referee with a whistle. We're yeah, out. Buddy. <laughs> we out. Linda Johnson, thanks so much for joining the episode. We out of here, y'all. Thank peace, you peace, for peace. listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released.
Also, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media pages. Instagram, we are at Finesse Media. Twitter, check us out at underscore Finesse Media. And on Facebook, Finesse Media, LLC. See you next week with something brand new.